It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. All right, welcome in pro wrestling fans. Another Saturday is here, and you know what that means. It is a time for a best of edition of Saturday's Busted Open Radio. I am your host, Ryan McKittle. Got Mark Henry across the way, and geez, Mark, I wonder what we're going to be talking about this week. Could it have anything to do with our boy Otis? Uh, I'm sure that it will. Now we've got the news that there will be a date on Valentine's. Can't wait to see it. Let's go, Otis. Let's go, Otis. Speaking of let's go for some of our uh, favorite wrestlers in the WWE, the big man, Mark Henry, Braun Strowman finally gets his first individual title in the WWE. What a great moment. It's going to be very interesting to see what comes of this run. Not only is it going to be interesting to see, but who is going to be against. And we had a little fantasy booking, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of find out later on in the podcast who Braun Strowman is going to be facing. So we got Mandy and Otis. We got Braun winning the IC title. We got John Cena saying Brock Lesnar is the greatest in-ring performer of all time. And of course, it's a Saturday. So you know what that means, Mark. It's time for the weekly winner. What do you think? You want to get to it? Let's go. Man, I cannot wait to get to the weekly winner. We always say it, and we mean it when we say it. If you're not first, you're last. Let's go, because that's what we do right here on Busted Open Radio on a Saturday. I'm Ryan. That's Mark. Let's get it going. We got some audio here for you. those of you that may have missed it. We, I'm telling you, man, Otis is crossing that finish line. That that cute, you know, harmless little, oh, I'm just Otis. I'm just, I'm just the little boy in the corner. I'm too shy to talk to you. That gimmick is working, Otis. You keep with it. Shy this brother is, is what we call it. <laughs> that's right. Play shy this brother. Shy. Let's play shy brother shooting his shot. At Mandy last night on SmackDown. Will you go out with me next Friday? I'm sorry, but next Friday I have plans. But I don't have any plans the following Friday. Great! Okay, well, we have a match, so we gotta go. Oh my God, you did it, dude. You scored a date with your peach, Mandy Rose, and I just did the math in my head, and it's gonna be on the most romantic day of the year, Dose. You got a date on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Oh oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Turkey. Oh yeah. (laughs) 
It's the best That's thing my in pro wrestling. Thing. Oh my god! I don't know what just popped me the most. Him going, oh yeah, or the fact that when he takes that, he tears that shirt off, and he starts pumping his stomach and he's doing the the, the whole deal. Man, it just makes me happy. I'm like, this is the best thing in the world. It really is. I get so much joy out of seeing that, and I know that the fans do, and that's why it's working because it's yep. fun. And, and and it's what wrestling originated with me as a kid. Um, I always used to like to see Mr. Wrestling number two. And, you know, when I'm in Southeast Texas, we had Paul Bosch and we had uh, Devon Erickson in Dallas. So I was in a perfect place in the world to watch wrestling. And every now, if everything was clear, we would get Mid-South. So I mean, it was just perfect for wrestling to be a fan. And everybody had the one guy on the roster that was kind of like the the party guy, the guy that got it going that, you know, would clap in the corner and get everybody fired sure. up and stuff. And Otis has become that guy in wrestling. I, I, never, I never in a million years would have thought that this big, mean looking rotund beard having guy <laughs> would would be the the cheerful happy get everybody going guy and it is it's a credit to his work and it's a credit to good booking so i mean we we winning we are winning and mark you know as you're sitting here talking about and describing the character that that otis is and the run that he's on and the way that the people have gotten behind him i can't help but draw parallels uh, on some level to your career. I mean, you are you are and you were an absolute wrecking machine. You could go into a ring and do your absolute worst, but at the time, at different times I should say throughout your career, you were willing to have fun with it. You were willing to be goofy. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to go down the list, but but that love of pro wrestling clearly shown through. I guess, you know, from the standpoint that you've went through this and you have had, I don't want to say it's not the same because you, you obviously your profile coming into the business was much higher and it was, it was a little bit different of a relationship, but I still do contend that there are a lot of similarities there. So uh, I'd like you to kind of highlight, at least from the standpoint of Otis, because when I sit there and I watch Otis, I can't help but be amazed at the work he's doing and the care yeah. and the passion that he's putting behind it. Um, I'd love to get your take on that, being a former big guy who didn't wasn't afraid at different times to get goofy and have some fun with the business. No, Otis is doing a great job, and, and we talked about this yesterday. Like, there is no... There's nothing wrong with parallels that happen in pro wrestling. It just so happens that a decade, maybe a decade and a half later, you have something that comes along that's kind of similar. Now, what we're failing to realize that in in two weeks, on Valentine's Day, we're going to get an Otis and Mandy date. Classic. Classic. So what does that remind you of? Oh, maybe this guy named Sexual Chocolate that had a date with China. And <laughs> it was a historic moment in television. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that parallel happening again and what they're going to do with it. And 
by God, I hope nobody says anything crass to Mandy because there is nothing that can make a big guy mad or any guy than for somebody to disrespect their date. Because if you disrespect the date, the night is over. You killed the night. And I don't think our Otis is going to have that. So I'm looking forward to what's (laughs) going to happen. Like that's, that's the kind of thing I'm looking forward to the most in pro wrestling right now. I can't disagree. I'm you. You know how I feel about Otis. I think the whole. I think the whole nation knows how I feel about Otis and Mandy. But you know what? I want a womanly perspective here. Gabby just posed an a, an outstanding question on the chat. You know, we're communicating here. You don't always hear, her, but she's always there. She's the 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 mother of busted open on Saturdays. Gabby, what was the question you asked? Because I think it is. It's very apt uh, through the course of this conversation. Yeah. So I was just thinking about this as well as a female. Or a male, you know, Valentine's Day is the number one ro- most romantic day of the year. Of is course. that a lot of pressure to have your first date on that day? I know I would feel the pressure for sure. As a man, you want to make sure everything's perfect and everything's nice sure. and romantic. But Valentine's Day is a very, almost like I feel like it's a veteran romantic day, whereas a lot of couples <laughs> go out and like to do. You know, like the things that they like to do. So as a first date on Valentine's Day, like, do you think that's a little too much pressure to put on it as a first date where you're just getting to know each other to see if you even really like each other that much? Mark, what Mm. what do you think? I mean, Otis is usually a pretty sweaty guy to begin with. Uh, Are we going to get more sweat on Valentine's Day? I think think we're definitely going to get the nerves. Uh, (laughs) I would love to be able to work on this segment, on this whole angle, because I can see – him giving her a box of chocolates and she go, Oh my God, I love chocolate. She opened up and some of them are missing. And (laughs) she's like, Oh my God, somebody ate. He's like, Oh, I got hungry on the way over. You know, just like, I I mean, it's so many things, man. I'm telling you, I'm so excited about this. He could get nervous during I put a little thought into it. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty excited about this. And if the fans are not, then y'all need to get ready. It's coming. We got two weeks. It's the countdown is on. We're gonna put the Otis clock on. Otis clock. The o- the Otis clock. We got fourteen days. Pre- pressure's on. Is Otis he gonna get a kiss, guys, at the end of the night? Oh, oh man. Well, that's the hook. that's the question. That's the that's, question yeah. to the nation. Do you think <laughs> Otis will get a kiss on Valentine's Day? Oh man. I hope so. We're right. for that. What would oh, that man. do to you? What would that do to your heart? It would make me almost as happy as the day I saw Bad Boys, Mark. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Godly. <laughs> it would be it would be a hell of a payoff. You go back to Otis potentially eating chocolates. There's so much that you can do with that segment. You can show the date wherever they go. You can have Otis get nervous and run off to the bathroom. There are just there's so many ways this can go. I think the more Aiken it is to like an 80s romantic comedy the better I think I think Vince and everyone should just go look at like eight, every single 80s teen slash romantic slash whatever comedy and just pull from the best ideas of that they just they're tailor-made to play this role I I, I guess you know I could really see him with a handful of napkins in each hand and Mandy going what 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 is what's going on with the napkins and he's like oh my palms keep sweating you just, I would do 
sweaty. I would do everything, man. <laughs> like just just make it the whole show. I mean, you have the show, but you right. I would have that date the entire show. All the way to the end, we would go out on the kiss. Or not kiss. That's, Tease us. Or, but the kiss is everything. Us. Right. Oh man, you can cliffhanger. <laughs> yep. So I mean, it's just you so much that could be done. <laughs> you could cliffhanger it till next Valentine's Day. Like you're talking about Reigns and Corbin going I'll on wait. for like yes, yes. I'll wait. Exactly. That's a story that I will absolutely wait for the payoff. Hey, you know what? We got uh, a lot of big Otis fans out there in the nation, but none so more large. Large. I don't know what the, the phrasing on that. I'm the one that's supposed to be the writer. I should do that better. But one of the biggest Otis fans in the world, and one of our favorite nation members, Anthony in Nebraska, has got some thoughts on last night. Anthony, what's My up, buddy? Man. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's up, man? What's up? Uh, so, sorry, we, we, I'm we enjoy We enjoying Otis talk. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Let me tell you. Otis the love dozer. I'm here. The love dozer. The, the love, love dozer. dozer. He is, <laughs> with his beautiful bronze bombshell that he's got on his arm for Valentine's Day, could we be any more happy for this man? I mean, honestly, no. honestly, no. I have, I have, I have laughed. I have smiled. I have enjoyed. My wife has enjoyed this this storyline. Yeah, she's like, she's like she, and I keep telling her he's out kicking his coverage. She goes, "What does that mean?" I go, "Look at our relationship, sweetheart. I should have never had you. <laughs> should have never Pre- had you. Pre- and you pick me. Look at you, you like, slide tongue devil. <laughs> picks me like a the ugly dog out the litter. I can't, still can't believe that woman picked me." So, yes, we are loving Otis, and yes, he should get a kiss. And I love the sweaty palms idea. Oh, my God. You guys are so great. I've been laughing the whole ride back home. This this has been great. Um, The other thing, Mark, grown-ass man, Drew McIntyre. Yes, sir. Boy. Yes, sir. Boy. Two years in the waiting. Man. It took us two years. First of all, when he he eliminated Brock, I went off. I, I jumped off my couch. Because I was like, that's it. He's going to win the whole thing. I was like, that's it. He took the one person out that everybody was gunning for. I was like, he's going to take the whole thing. And then when Edge came out, I oh, literally, I had, I had goosebumps, and I jumped off my couch, and my wife goes, who's that? I go, go to the other room. <laughs> I was like, get out! I was like, I was like, how dare you? I was like, you know who Hill Gillespie is, but you don't know who Edge is. I go, that's oh, ridiculous. Man. So anyway, I like I, I never want to take anybody's uh, time up, but man, I'm loving this Otis line. I'm loving what WWE is putting out right now. SmackDown has been great; it's had its ups and downs. But sure. truly, am enjoying the product that they are bringing to Fox because I think they knew they had to set their game up big, 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 and I think they really have from the, from the scene to you know everything we're seeing. I think there's just constant growth, bringing back the fireworks, bringing back the things that make people want to tune in. You know, the, the stuff that the kids love. You know, I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm enjoying the adventure that we're on right now, and I can't wait to see how the rest of the year plays out. And, Mark, when I get home, I'm smoking a bacon-wrapped cheese-stuffed meatloaf. No, no food, Anthony. Stop it. Yeah, that was too early. That was for Mark. That was Brother. for Mark. Love you, love Killing you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah, we appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You wow. Too. <laughs> I, he I'm just impre- blew my mind. What just is blew I did, my I, mind. I feel that like they're trolling us. Yeah, I feel like they're trolling us, But you know what? I want that. I want that. Call, hey, listen, if y'all got some ideas of something <laughs> great to cook, please 
please call in. I love food. It makes me happy. It makes me so happy. It's true. Look at his and face. I'm well, you guys can't see it, but I can. To, I may have to try that. I might, look, a bacon-wrapped meatloaf? I don't know about the cheese, but a bacon-wrapped meatloaf sounds tremendous if you smoke it on the smoker. Oh, my gosh. That's loveliness. That's like watching Otis and Mandy walk into a room holding hands. Wow. Just, just as my heart special. fluttered. It's special. It's special. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Braun Strowman, the big man himself, country strong, getting his very first individual title in WWE. So, Mark, obviously the Intercontinental Championship. Mark, I guess I'll ask you this right off the bat. What the hell took so long? You know what, man? I think that you don't want to rush things. And you didn't. We always talk about how Roman Reigns was pushed on us. Yeah. We didn't get to choose Roman Reigns. And now. People are choosing Roman Reigns. Look how long it took for Roman Reigns to take. So I'm glad that they did not rush and just make him a champion over someone that it didn't seem plausible. Now, for him to go over at this point, after all the things that he's done, is going to legitimize him. And it's not just winning it, it's keeping the title. How long is he going to keep the title? Who is he mm-hmm. going to defend the title against? Like, what stories are going to be built out of the fact that he has the title now? Is Sami Zayn going to try to get back in there and get Cesaro a shot? Uh, who? What? There's so many options of, of things that can happen. There's a lot of guys that want that title mm-hmm. that um, would make for really, really good television. And it also begs the question, where does that leave Shinsuke Nakamura? A lot of good questions to get to. Uh, but but as we go back to Strawman, or Strowman, I should say, Strawman, uh, go back to Braun Strowman and the way, <laughs> the, the, kind of like all the way this developed over the last few years, you bring up a really good point, and that is, you know, force-feeding fans, something that, listen, we know, we know from reports, and we know just the way he was booked, that at different points, Vince and the WWE were extremely high on Braun Strowman. And I think you bring up an apt comparison when you talk about Roman Reigns because there was a point there for a while that it felt like, yeah, he, they were positioning Braun to be the next clear-cut guy. And you're absolutely right about that, Mark. That is a dangerous game in the sense of you don't want to have that, especially when you have a guy who is capable of being a massive, massive, massive baby face. You, you don't want to, again, you use the, use, you don't want to force it. You know what I mean? You, you let this right. develop naturally. And now you find the crowd completely behind Braun Strowman to the, to the, to the standpoint that I'm leading this entire segment, Mark, asking you the question, what took so long? And I think the universe is feeling the same way, and that's just a product of good booking, right? You take a, you take a guy a year ago or a year and a half ago where some section of the fan base is like, oh, man, they're, they're clearly going to have this guy be the next guy. This is, you know, it's being force-fed. You're, you're worried about where it's going to go. To a year and a half later, everyone's on the same page. It's like, why? What took so long? That's masterful booking. It is masterful booking, and is 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 letting the audience dictate what's going on and it got to the point now that the fans were like well why has Braun Strowman not got a shot 
why is Braun Strowman and, and nobody's prouder than me. I feel like a proud papa. Sure. Um, being that, you know, the everybody that I've uh, invested my time in my mentorship is uh, they're flourishing. You know, Bianca Belair is killing it. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin is killing it. Braun has won his first title. Like, I, I'm, I feel like I'm batting a thousand. So it, <laughs> it is good to see him in that position, but I'm glad it didn't come too soon because sometimes when it comes too soon to you, it can ruin you and it can stunt your growth. And I think that uh, you look at, at the, at the change that Brian has made in his body. Uh, he he lost somewhere around 45 pounds, but he mm-hmm. put on 10 pounds of muscle in the process. Like he's ambitious. He wants to look the part as well as, perform the part and I think that the WWE is uh paying him off for his hard work and his diligence yeah and as we talk about that payoff presumably this is going to usher in a a pretty lengthy run for one Braun Strowman as we're talking about Braun Strowman earning his first individual title in WWE last night winning the Intercontinental Championship from Shinsuke Nakamura where does this go Mark what would you like to see next for your guy Braun as this uh this run begins heading into Wrestlemania you know what, uh, being that he's the champion and, and Mania is around the corner, it would be really, really cool to be able to go into Mania and hold your title over your head and defend it against somebody that has earned their way to having that match. So they're going to have to do something to create a buzz of who the competitor is going to be, and it can't be somebody easy. It it can't be. If you put somebody in there easy, people are going to be like, eh, he's supposed to beat him. He's supposed to. So that's 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 the problem that I feel like him being champion uh, is going to come up, is who is that person going to be, and do they deserve uh, to be in there, and can they put him in jeopardy? Those are the, pretty much the three questions. Well, when you look at the SmackDown roster, who stands out? Who do, who do you think could 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 bear that weight? Who do you think that could essentially uh, carry yeah. that cross, if you will? You know what, man? I'm not sure. Um, I think that a lot of the um, the guys on SmackDown are kind of like in that smaller category of guy. Uh-huh. Um, I I would like for it to be somebody on the larger side and hmm, I I think the first, the, 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 the very first guy that I'd like to see him in there with, um, I don't know. That may be too soon, but I I, I like, I like, I like to see uh, Rowan, another big guy, give him somebody that he could work against. Um, you know, they, they both have really serious things going on. They built ruin to people care about what's in the cage. They, people care about, um, you know, he's, he's, he's been doing that finish for what, two months now. Something like that. Yeah. Has he had a serious competitor, um, right now? No. 
So I, I think that that would be uh, Big E is another guy that um, I'd like to see get some single shine. I like that. Uh, that I know would be a really, really good match. Um, Braun Strowman being, you know, uh, a guy. You, can you imagine this? You have you have Braun going through all these guys on SmackDown. Nobody can get the job done. And then the week before, the week before, or two weeks before WrestleMania, Walter shows up. Oh, yes. And says, Let's you've go. beaten everybody. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think that you can beat me. Give me a shot at that title. And Brian being the, the guy, the baby face that he is, why would he turn down a fight? Especially one that we all would love to see. That would be so amazing. That That's the kind of booking that you have to do. Um, you know, putting him in there with, with Mojo and um, uh, Buddy Murphy and guys that are on that show. Um, it's going to be good, but it's, it's not a splash. Now we, we've talked about Walter and Keith Lee being guys that we want to see take that next jump. But I think Keith Lee, uh, he, he wants to be the NXT champion. And, um, I think that that's, that's where his, uh, his focus is. But Walter, Walter's the next great thing, guys. I mean, we talked about yesterday on the show. I was really, really pissed off that uh, Seven, there was a couple of people that was body shaming Seven. And I've also seen stuff where people talked about, well, Walter doesn't work out. He's a wrestler's wrestler. Uh, oh, he don't look. He, he, I'm like, get out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. That is like, that's ridiculous. You walk up to Walter in a bar and say that shit to his face and see what happens Oop. to your face. <laughs> it wouldn't it? Wouldn't look the same. And that's a great point. I mean, you bring up Walter. The idea of Walter and Braun Strowman, uh, just just the optics money. of that. And my, oh, it's it's absolutely money. I love that idea. But as we're sitting here fantasy booking the future for Braun Strowman, uh, one name that has not been brought up auspiciously in the absence of it is Shinsuke Nakamura. Mark. Um, I would like to see Shinsuke Nakamura get another chance immediately at his title. I, I, I think Nakamura is one of the best pro wrestlers in the world of a generation. He is that good. His run in WWE has had mixed results, although the accolades have been there. Obviously, Royal Rumble winner, Intercontinental Champion. It just I, I hope they don't forget about him, Mark. I would like to see a somewhat of a continuation of that story. Do you think? Do you think I'll get that? Uh, I'm not sure, man. I think that, um, Shinsuke is going to get another shot. I mean, okay. that's, that's without a shadow of a doubt, um, because of how successful, uh, Sami Zayn and Cesaro and Shinsuke have been, um, you would, you'd be doing bad business not to have that come to, a, um, a rematch, but, 
I think it should be more of the same. Uh, Brian doing what he does against those guys and him moving on to it being a competition of who's going to be next. You, you've got to put a Goldberg type effect with Brian to get him going now that the people have chosen him. So, man, let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready as well. A lot of possibilities, uh, whatever's going to happen with Braun Strowman in this IC title run. And I'll tell you what, uh, whoever it's going to be, Mark, they're going to have their hands full taking on Braun Strowman, especially now that he has his first title and the writing is on the wall, I think, in terms of the push. Uh, Braun Strowman's got a lot of momentum behind him, yeah? Yeah, he's got a lot of momentum. And um, what, what do you do when you want to keep a fire hot? You keep putting wood on it. And that's that's exactly what the WWE, I feel like, is going to do. Um, the old school booking is going to take effect. And I think there should be a couple of fights over who is going to get the shot at Brian. Which, you know, you have Brian in the ring, you know, cutting the promo about how great it is to finally win a championship. And then that's when all the heads come out. Hey, so like uh, a, a tournament, maybe. It, you know, it, it it could be a it could be a tournament style, um, but be careful what you ask for. You if you want Braun Strowman, and you beat somebody to get to him, know that you're gonna get him. <laughs> you're gonna get that match, and that following week. Uh, you see him on TV. You don't. You don't want to have that match. You don't want that guy to win his match and say, "Hey, I won. Uh, bring his butt out here right now." Like that. That was. You know, it, it would work maybe once, but then you have to go to guys that you can have a match with next week. And you know, you you just base the show around that title. And I think that he can be one of those guys that can give that title life, like Dolph Ziggler did. Dolph Ziggler, I thought, was one of the greatest intercontinental champions we had because every week he battled somebody for it. That's 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 what you have to do to get that title hot. And uh, who better than Braun Strowman? He could beat everybody. Yeah, and as we talk about potential opponents, one name that we didn't mention, and Gabby actually was talking about this when we were talking before the show, she brought up a name that, uh, listen, we haven't really liked anything that he's been doing or we don't really understand it in terms of his current feud, but I'm talking about Seamus, Mark. Um, we can end this Shorty G nonsense right now and let's start with Braun Strowman and Seamus because you said you want to see a big guy. You want to see an imposing guy. You want to see someone believable challenge for that title. Uh, does Seamus not fit that bill perfectly? You know what? I think that's great, too. But I think Seamus needs to beat somebody else in order to get that opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, maybe Seamus and, and, and Cesaro, Seamus and, and Nakamura. Um, it, it, you know, who, who, there's many guys that, that we can sit here and talk about that on that, on that roster. But um, uh Picking out who those guys are going to be is going to be important because one has got to lead to 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 Braun. So, man, it's a battle of attrition. Who 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 lasts? Who's going to last? 
If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. All right, so I uh, I kind of teased it before we were going to break, but this news, John Cena uh, giving an interview over the last 48 hours. It was with uh, Sports Illustrated, uh, sportsillustrated.com, sa.com, if you want to see the whole chat. But in it, Mark, Cena dropped a bombshell. I'm going to read you the quote. I can say, quote, I can say with the utmost certainty that I believe Brock Lesnar is, best, is the best in-ring performer that I've seen, and I know it's an opinion, and if you want a cool quote, Here it is. I think he's the best in-ring performer of all time. I thought his performance at the Rumble was a clinic on how to establish yourself, how to establish those around you, establish the championship, establish the importance of one event. I really do think so. I I genuinely think he has a good understanding of who he is. That is John Cena on Brock Lesnar. All right, Mark Henry, you're in the Hall of Fame. You've been around this business for damn near 30 years. When when you hear that, what, what first jumps out to you? I think that the hair dye that they're using on John Cena is seeping through his skin into his brain. Woo! Uh, I love Brock Lesnar as a performer and as a talent and as a draw, uh, but that's a bold, bold statement. Being that John Cena's been around and he started off with Kurt Angle. Uh, pretty damn good in-ring performer. Yeah. Undertaker. <laughs> He's okay. Shawn Michaels. He's all right. Triple H. <laughs> Decent. Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. The Big Show. Pretty good. <laughs> this, this guy named Mark Henry, he's pretty good too. But <laughs> there are at least two dozen guys, Hall of Fame caliber wrestlers. And I, I didn't mention The Rock. You 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 gonna say that Brock Lesnar is better than the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and The Rock, Ric Flair? Now, Brock is young still. He's got another decade to wrestle. We can say, you know, in ten years, possibly Brock Lesnar can supersede all of the names that I just mentioned. But as of right now, I want to inform the world that John Cena has bumped his head. Breaking news. We need to to check him for CTE. (laughs) Because that was really, really brash and a bold statement. No disrespect to Brock at all. No. Hell of a compliment. But like he said, it was his opinion. And he knew that he would have uh, the world <laughs> contradict him for that comment. Well, what say you, Nation? You guys know the number, 877-FIGHT-93. It's 877-344-4893. Or you can hit us up on Twitter, at the Mark Henry, at Ryan McKinnell, or at mm-hmm. Busted Open Radio. 
was John Cena stretching? Or, or listen, there are a lot of Brock Lesnar fans out there. Mark and I are definitely one of them. Um, we, I very much like Brock Lesnar and this run that he's had since he came back in whatever the hell it was, 2012, or my my dates are terrible. Um, it's been a really good run. I think back to the, some of those first matches with Cena and uh, Orton. Remember when he let him uh, bust him open and, and had those elbows and the and the blood and the energy at which he was working. I, I think the, I think the. The hiccup or the whole the, the the reason I would hold back on that comment calling Brock Lesnar the best in ring performer ever is you don't see as much ever? of him in what well, right you don't see of him you don't see well in in John's case yes the greatest in ring performer of all time he said I thought the uh, what did he say I can say with the utmost certainty that I believe Brock Lesnar is the best in ring performer that I've seen and then he goes if you want a cool quote here it is I think he's the best in ring performer of all time of all time Mark and and listen again and, I and love we the word you know who else we didn't put on that list. A lot. Of John people. Cena. <laughs> John Cena, yes. Bret Hart. Ric Flair, you mentioned. Oh. I mean, there's just there's so many that you can pull from. And if you want to go back, you know, even further, uh, you got Luthez. You know what I mean? You've got Bruno San Martino. You've Bruno got people. San Martino. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I mean, it is a bold statement a, a by rough, John Cena. Bold, that's a bold statement. It's a bold yeah, statement. And, and I would also, love I guess, to hear what the nation thinks about that. Yeah, absolutely. And it also it also kind of bodes the question, Mark, what do you define as a successful run, and, and how do you define in-ring performances? Because if you talk about in-ring performances, Mark, I, I think you actually have to have a selection to pull from. And that's not to say Lesnar's last 10 years or whatever it's been haven't been exciting. They have been, and that's what's been so great they about have. it. They have. He's been an attraction, but actual time in the ring, he he doesn't have those match of the year candidates. He's got a couple. CM Punk at SummerSlam was definitely up there. There are they listen, yeah. they're there. I'm just saying the it's not he, he had with Kurt, yes. and John, and the list. Yes. He, he's had some good ones. But let's put it in perspective. Bruno San Martino was champion for four years straight. Yes. Four years straight. Wrestling 45-minute to hour-long matches at least three times a week. Nope, man, it's going to be hard-pressed when you start talking about in-ring performance, work rate, and how many champions that you beat on a consistent basis. And let's go back to this guy that we didn't mention, Um, hmm, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's pretty good. A guy, he was pretty damn good. He, he did some business, a, as you say, right? Had about a decade of being champion. And who was he fighting in those championships? Triple H, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, The Rock, Hulk Hogan. The list goes on and on and on. And he whooped their ass every week, all year long. John Cena. You have broke the internet with that comment. That's it's not even close. Now I'm not saying Brock Lesnar has another decade to wrestle, and I think that in that decade he could do that because now Brock Lesnar is not a eight day a year wrestler. He's a plus fifty to a hundred day a year wrestler which is still about 100 days a year away from 
what the main, what the Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins of the world are doing. And if, if, if you know, I mean, call in, John. Somebody, if you, you know John and you, you think that you can get him to call in to SiriusXM uh, and, and debate this with us, I, I, I would love to debate this with him tastefully. It, it won't be. It's no uh, ang- you know, angst about it. It's just I would like to hear John's opinion of why he thinks that. Is, is that a comment that he makes because how good a decision it was and how great a rumble we just watched. We just watched the best rumble that I've seen in 20 years. Yes. I can see why John would make that statement because he, he saw the match and was just blown away. Like we had, like we were, but I think he overstepped. There you go. I risk my case. Words from the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. This is Busted Open Radio on a Saturday. Uh, Before we take a quick break, let's follow up with this conversation. John Cena coming out saying Brock Lesnar is the greatest in-ring performer that he has ever worked with, that he has ever seen, as Mark Henry just said. He's taking too many bumps on the head, John Cena. Let's see what Chris Mm, in Alabama mm, has mm. to think about that. Chris, what's up, man? Welcome in here on this Saturday. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm so excited to be able to talk to both of you this morning. But awesome. uh, I agree. I agree with what uh, Mr. Mark said, and that's uh, you know this was one of the one of my favorite Royal Rumbles of all time. I thought it was just great. Yes. Yep. But the goat conversation to me, when you're talking about the greatest in ring performer, you got to look at a couple things. You got to look at the gift of gab. You got to look at quality of matches. Mm-hmm. And the and and the opponents that you're fighting. To me, you have you know when I think of the greatest of all times, I'm thinking of a Ric Flair, um, Dusty Rhodes, uh, a Dusty Steve Rhodes, Boat. absolutely, no, definitely a Dusty Rhodes. Those are two of my favorites of all time. And to put Brock Lesnar in that conversation just doesn't doesn't do justice to him. Shawn Michaels. I mean, he was Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah, Mr. Shawn Michaels, he definitely up there. Shawn had 15 WrestleManias, at least 15 WrestleManias, where he was top three in the company for 15 years. Absolutely. Come on, man. You can't put working every night in that in that in that in that group. But that's my opinion, and I love you guys, and it's great listening to you. Appreciate you calling in, Chris. Definitely. Um, yeah, clearly, you know what, Mark? Clearly, John knew what he was doing. He said it. You want a juicy quote? Here's one, and and he let it he let it drop. And I think you do bring up a good point about recency bias, right? It, it was. And first of all, let me because we didn't really we we talked about the rumble on Saturday, but I obviously haven't been able to get my thoughts on it. But yes, I absolutely agree. I, that's why I, I loved. I, I think I said that I, I actually wanted to see Brock go through the rumble and win it, just because it was so it would have created so many options. Going forward, listen, I have no problem with Drew McIntyre winning. That was badass. Uh, and, but, but what I liked about Lesnar entering first, it opened up all the different possibilities and storylines that you could do. I knew he was going to go long, Mark. I thought he was going to go the whole time. But the way it played out was absolutely perfect. And, and it was perfect from the standpoint I knew people would be coming back on Monday talking about and I said this, Brock Lesnar, oh, that man can work. I, he, and we know this about Brock, right? We knew 
that Brock Lesnar could work. He's used sparingly. It's a very it's a very concerted effort on the behalf of the WWE's part to to use Brock in spots, and that's what I love about him. He has been used to the point to where almost every time he steps on television, Mark, it's been eight or nine years. This still feels special. Like when we still when we see Brock Lesnar, it still feels special, and that is something to be celebrated because that is damn near impossible to do if you're in the position that the WWE's in. Yeah, it, it is, man. I, I, it's, it's impossible to pick one guy. I yeah. mean, we could talk about this till the day is done, and we still will have at least 50 different options of who yeah. it is that is the best in-ring performer of all time. I mean, you can't even hang it on titles. It's not about titles. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at guys that weren't the best champions. And, and you start talking about work rate. Look at how many people that Big Show work with over the over the years. Champions building people, the Goldbergs of the world. You look at Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was one of those guys that if he didn't wrestle, he still showed up. And Showing up is half of it. Being on the banner, on 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 the ballot, uh, ballot, being on the card, and walking to the ring and saying, uh, "I'm here defending the championship," or I got called out. I'm in the ring. Where are you? A little bump around, Bing, Bing, Bing. He's in the car on the way to the next town before that show is even over. And getting ready to do another show. So, I mean, it, the man, you start talking about in-ring performance and work rate. There are guys that did um, between 200 and, and 275 shows a year. <laughs> right. Come on, man. I mean, I don't, like, know if Brock, I don't think Brock's done that in the I don't the, know if the Brock did 275. Yeah, almost. I mean, for real. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. <laughs> I was almost going to say, I don't know if Brock did uh, 275 shows this year. Well, not, I mean, no, not just in, this, in, yeah, this, in 10 in years. This decade. Yeah, this day, going back to the last decade, absolutely. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yes, 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 it is time. It is time. It's Vader. It's, okay, okay. I got a little ahead of myself. It's not. Sorry. Easy. Inner pro wrestling fan in me came out. I can't help it. I can't help it. You start with the it's time stuff. I and, get it. I get it. Yeah. That's where my brain goes. I can't help it. I'm once a mark, always a mark. It's kind of it's kind of where I stand. So, Mark. I don't have a choice. Different kind. Yeah, right. It's kind of your thing. It's, uh, you know, it's like Alfredo. You know what I mean? You can't help that when Alfredo calls in, it evokes a... Uh, Feelings of hunger, and when we talk about to Mark Henry about Marks and pro wrestling, well, it can get a little confusing. All right, pal, 
What do you think? It was a, a busy week in pro wrestling. There was a, a couple really good shows, and then there were some good shows. But I'm not going to go first. I'm going to let you go first this week because right, I'm very good. interested what Mark Henry has to say in terms of his weekly winner. What do you say, pal? Who, who's taking it? Who's taking the number one slot? Man, it was it was really, really hard for me uh, this week. Uh, I enjoyed the competition between AEW and NXT this week. Oh, yeah. um, and I had to give the nod to NXT for the simple fact that we had a contract signing where it was documented in blood. <laughs> That's so true. So I had, I had to give them the rise, but they fell short of the return of Edge on Raw. And what Ooh. ensued at the end of the show uh, which it's been a long time since I saw so much heat that the crowd went completely quiet. Like yeah. somebody really, like like somebody had an accident and the paramedics were there, and uh, which really happened. Like having Edge be pulled out on a on a stretcher uh, with you know a guy that his neck has been an issue where he almost had to quit the business, and for nine years he's been gone. Uh, I had to give my weekly winner to Raw. And we always say it. No matter how good you are, if you're not first, you're last. Raw. Words to live by. Is my weekly winner. <laughs> well, man. Mm-mm-mm. He really kind of threw me through a curveball there because, well, first of all, let's be honest about what we've had with Weekly Winner. Outside of one Raw and then the SmackDown where Cole went over on Brian, this has very much been an AEW versus NXT battle between you and I. That's the one we've been going back and forth on. Oftentimes we end up uh, agreeing on the same show. This week we are going to differ because I find myself battling with Kind of what you said, which is Edge coming back on Monday Night Raw, Orton with the with the turn in that moment, which was outstanding. Edge returning after nine years, whatever it is, that is an all-time moment. You can't debate it. It is one of the best moments in Raw history, as far as I'm concerned, because the night he left, Mark, was one of the worst nights in Raw history. I mean, I, I think you would agree with that, right? Yeah watching him have to walk away and, and, and giving that emotional goodbye. I mean, that was that was tough. So to have him return is unquestionably a special moment. But this is the whole show, right? This is the entire show, and Raw was a fine show. But Mark NXT continues to put on the best pro wrestling product in the world as far as I'm concerned. Night in and night out, at week in and week out, I should say, they are the best in terms of in-ring storytelling, in terms of letting feuds and programs develop and simmer and not pulling things. There's there's legs to almost every th single storyline and every single match that we get on NXT. And that continued over the weekend, or over the week, I should say, on Wednesday night. Um, Shotzi Blackheart riding her tank down to the, to the ring. I thought that was incredible. Finn Balor and Trent Seven. And whoever said that about Trent Seven's body type, you can go to hell. Because <laughs> Trent Seven is a much, much better Bastard. body type than I do. Yes. <laughs> like, Trent Seven's skinny to me. You know how problematic that is, Mark? 
<laughs> I just think it's man. I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, do your show, brother. <laughs> Let them know. Well, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, when you look at Trent Seven and people are calling him fat, you're like, I would love Trent Seven's body. You guys need to. I feel I'm taking it personally. I can't help it. But no, you look at the rest of the show and, and mainly the final match, and I and I love the Tegan Knox uh, back and forth as well as the way that that played out. But the the main event and the in the conclusion of the Dusty Cup. Mark, the Dusty Cup and the tag team division in NXT, the the testament for the, their ability to take a DIY and make them DIY and have those back and forth with the revival and have the moments. The tag team wrestling that we have gotten out of NXT is the best that it has been in three decades. I mean, I, I don't think I'm being hyperbolic there. It is it is jaw-dropping how good that the ta- the tag team wrestling in NXT is. And we got that yeah. highlighted on Wednesday night with the Broserweights and the, and the Grizzled young veterans i loved that match i loved the entire card as much as i enjoyed edge's return to raw and as much as it was an all-time moment i can't let that one moment override what was a spectacular entire card on nxt nxt got my weekly winner mark well that's awesome Uh, i have to uh, remind you that we had a return match uh, on raw uh, between roman reign baron corbin that was really really good and um, the you mean on SmackDown? What, what are I we, mean what are we on SmackDown. Yes, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm mixing the shows. Um, the opening of having Drew McIntyre uh, ah. come to the ring and command the crowd the way that he commanded the crowd, and then to have Brock Lesnar come down and, and do what he did. It, it, listen, uh, it's, it's apples and oranges. You can compare them. Uh, but I, I, we we always talk about star power, and uh, when Jericho's on, he dominates the screen because he's a, he's a bona he's a bona fide star, and you you can't wait to see what's going to happen next. I think that the segment with Cody was strong. I think yes. that the segment with uh, the the tag at the end to. To, with with Moxley coming out, um, but I wasn't overly enthralled with the way the show started with, nah. um, you know, all of those guys, and then the, the strangers coming out like people that you don't know. Yeah. Um, there there were elements to the show that didn't excite me. The crowd was still the the, the winner. Uh, we started talking about weekly winners. The the crowd for AEW was the weekly winner if it comes down to who had the hottest crowd. But that 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 too can be argued because when uh Drew McIntyre came out it was deafening. It was. And and yeah. the same thing with Edge. When he came out it was deafening. Um yeah. I was really like to see NXT start to venture out and find a bigger place and not just do it from full sale uh, every show but maybe like alternating shows or at least say uh, one week out of the month, we're going to be at the presidential center in Providence or, you know, like pick a pick, pick real hot arenas and only do the hot arenas once a month. How about that? I'm with that. That'll, that'll, that'll fix a lot. Yeah, and I'd I'd love to see a continuation of what we got earlier in the year, which was NXT appearing on SmackDown. The crowd was hot. The wrestling world was buzzing. I I don't feel like we got a payoff on that. And we go back real quick to 
to AEW, I also have to mention I love Britt Baker. I thought that that, that promo was electrifying. I know it came at the cost of Jim Ross, and that, that sucks, but um, it created a controversy. It created dialogue in the pro wrestling world, and it showed a lot of confidence and a lot of villainy and a lot of evil for Brett Baker, Britt Baker, excuse me, which I really enjoyed. But, yeah, as far as the overall show goes, I thought it was one of the weaker shows from uh, overall from AEW. But I got to address something, Mark. Through the course of this conversation, and you bring up McIntyre, which is, which is fair. Then I thought about the fact that Rey Mysterio and MVP had that match, and, and an MVP announced that this was probably his final match in the WWE. I believe I saw something along the lines of that. And then we got that great tag match, um, or we got that. Uh, not the tag match, but we get that spot with Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, and Seth Rollins, and Buddy Murphy. When I, I I'm star actually power. yeah star power. When I look back at this card and I look back at Edge finishing and and after what you said, this might be the only time this happens. I'm actually switching my weekly winner. I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, I felt pretty confident. Your Honor, I rest my case. Yeah, you did it. You did it, Mark Henry. I'm. I got to give it to Raw. I really do. I really do. When you look at the way that came together, and and when you when you really bring up, I really forgot. I got to be honest. I really forgot about how the show started and how strong McIntyre coming out to that reception was. Mark, that I think that's going to be one of those moments when we look back at Drew McIntyre's career and, and we look back at what what is going to come from this because I do think it's going to be special. He's clearly the man of the hour. This Monday Night Raw is going to be one of those moments that we point to, and it also has the edge comeback and the turn from Orton. Yeah, man, that that was so good. I I, I think you're right. I, I objectively speaking, I I think you're right. Raw was the best show this week, so I'm switching it. I'm switching it. Mark Henry convinced me. Good job. Well, thank you, man. Thank <laughs> you. I, I do my best. Uh, you know, I was I was training, I was working out. Uh, you know, I started to get that little euphoric feeling that you get after you train. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. That's <laughs> no our, problem. Our, our weekly winner. Let's uh, let's finish up with a couple callers because you guys have been waiting patiently. It doesn't have to be necessarily weekly winner, but you can give your thoughts on the best show in wrestling this week if you so choose. We'll start with one of my favorite cities. In America, a city that I know very well. Grew up around the city, South Bend, Indiana. Okay, 80 miles east. It's the Windy City, one of the best pro wrestling cities in all of America. It is Chicago. And we got Joe residing in Chicago. What's up, Joe? Bear down. How you doing, pal? Uh, I'm not so bad. How are you guys? Doing well, buddy. Doing What's good, up? man. Uh, weekly winner. I got to give it to Raw. Yeah. Uh, because, um, sure, not all the show is great, but... Um, when you have a moment that just really stands out and resonate with the fans, such as uh, Edge's moment with Orton, that spe- spoke volumes, and I have to give the winner to that. And then when I called, originally I want to talk about Braun Strowman, and I thought that for his IC title run, maybe you can implement the, the open challenge once again because that really did wonders okay. for Cena, the U.S. title. And I think with Braun Strowman as a monster among men, <clears throat> excuse me, being like, uh, you know, I'm the strongest here. I want to see who can actually really, really um, earn the right to take this title off of me. I think that would make for some good storytelling, especially for him. And um, um, since we're celebrating Otis and Mandy, I remember <laughs> you guys were uh, coming from break and you played uh, Usher. Yeah. Uh, I just kept thinking about the movie Hitch, where Kevin James just dancing in the club with uh, that blonde, uh, that really, really cute blonde from the movie. 
And I'm just thinking about Otis dancing with Mandy in a similar fashion where she's all like very sexy, very cool. And he's all like, <laughs> that would be amazing. So uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, hope to continue listening to your discussion. All appreciate right, so the call, appreciate man. It. You're awesome. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about <laughs> Otis doing the tummy rub next to Mandy trying to like properly dance. And he's the just Q-tip. destroying. Turn the Q-tip. Yeah. Turn the Q-tip. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and hopefully, I can see him hopefully, doing the sprinkler. Yes, he's definitely a sprinkler guy. Uh, hopefully it all happens, though. If we do get dancing, it all happens in Otis's mom's living room or kitchen oh, or basement. Man. Just somewhere around Otis's mom. We need Otis's mom. This needs to happen. I don't and Otis know if is, Otis is a basement guy. So you think Otis is a mom? Are, are you kidding guy? me? What do you? You don't think Otis is a basement guy? He looks like he was grown in a basement. He looks like what? Well, he, he's like he's <laughs> yes. I think he's a basement guy. Absolutely. Okay. Real recognize real Mark Henry. Absolutely. Otis comes from a basement. I know my people. Come on, we got we got Bill in Texas coming up next. Bill, what's up, man? Happy Saturday. Hello, hello, Bill. You're on. What's up, pal? You all right? Hey, yes. You you good? I went ahead. I called yesterday, and I put the scenario out that uh, about uh, Charlotte not being able to choose who she wanted to uh, to to challenge at WrestleMania for her title, and Mark. You said that uh, if I went ahead and, and she chose all three champions to challenge at WrestleMania, that she would uh, that it would whoever won the match, it would be a complete blowout for the champion. What if they did a little old school, like in the NWA territory days, and the champion stay somewhere for a month, either the Raw, SmackDown, or NXT, and a challenge in each brand gets a challenge for that month. And then after that month, the champion goes to the next, the next show and the next, that way there, the, the, the champion's not having to, the change around from, uh, or from show to show all week long. Okay. Let me, let me break it down to everybody that didn't hear the show yesterday. Uh, my man called in and said, wouldn't it be cool to have, all three brands have a triple threat with all the champions and the winner take all the titles. And I said that it would be very difficult to do that because that means you're going to work six days a week. And there's nobody that's going to be able to work six days a week. Um, So now after letting it marinate over a day, (laughs) He calls again and says, okay, let's do four months at Raw, four months at NXT, four months at SmackDown. (laughs) Okay. I'm scratching my beard, and I'm going to have to say no. I mean, it, it still wouldn't work because you would have two titles cool off. They would cool off. They would People wouldn't care anymore after four months. You catch me? Yeah, but what if they okay. were going to go ahead, if they were say, okay, the winner take all have, and you have one definitive champion, and you make you go ahead and make a woman's um, uh, undisputed champion, and that way there you don't have 
you you have just have one champion. You know, that way there you don't have an NXT champion or a Raw champion, a SmackDown champion. You know, uh, you have just that one undisputed champion. And it'd be like the old NWA days where the champion would get into it, into that territory and say, okay, I'm going to wrestle your best guy. And then after a month, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to raw and I'm going to wrestle your best guy. And that way they're also on top of that. It would, every month it would be a fresh, a fresh challenger for the champion every month. You'd see something new every month. Well, what are the women going to do in, in the process of there being no champion on that brand? Uh, if if you have a show like Raw, then everybody wants to be considered the flagship show. Then who's going to go first? Who's going to say, well, I'll just wait eight months before we get ours? Nobody. It's 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 an impossibility. Uh, it's, as cool as it would be to have a triple threat to see who would get all the titles, awesome in fantasy booking. But in real life, it just couldn't happen. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.